Hey everyone, welcome back to Capital Chatter. I'm your host, Violet Ravenstill. And I'm Emerson Wimsewick. Um, so this episode, I don't know what happened to Sophia. I feel like she just has 4th of July stuff, right? I think yeah. so. Oh my god, I just pulled my earring out. <laughs> I'm okay. It's a hoop. It's okay. Okay. Oh, <sighs> blood everywhere i'm dying i'm joking there's no oh blood i'm fine there's not there's no blood i'm fine that i'm fine scary. <laughs> i'm fine i just like yanked it it's one of the ones like it's the back where it just like it's not like a clippy one it's just like i don't know the back is just it's like a i don't know it just it's like a switch I'll, i don't i don't know how to explain it but it's fine my ear is fine you're talking about <laughs> <laughs> my ear's fine anyway um sophia's gone hannah is at her cabin again she loves her cabin so much she she should marry it <laughs> live up there forever because she's constantly there um yeah so this episode is a continuation of last week's episode because we were not able to finish because sophia and emerson had to leave um also happy fourth of july for those who live in america Actually, interesting thing. Um, in we're gonna learn in one of the later books that the Fourth of July is Reaping Day every year. So happy Reaping Day! May the odds be ever in your favor. Yeah. Anyway, um, also I'm pretty sure, as a heads up, that I we will not have an episode next week. We kind of have to figure this out. I'm going on a mini vacation. Can I t- can I say where I'm going? Whatever. I'm going to. Where is it? What state is it in? Okay. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> One second. Um, Missouri. I'm going to Missouri. Missouri. I'm going to a place in Missouri. <laughs> um, and um, it's like for the weekend, so we might not have an episode. We might record on Monday because I'll be back then. So it's like up in the air but don't be surprised if there isn't an episode next week yeah i'll have fun in missouri send you guys some pictures of me doing missouri things <laughs> um yeah happy fourth of july yay emerson do you have anything to add to that before we start um well um i it i i did uh, like, I guess, kind of redraw the Capital Chatter logo with... Oh, like, yeah. Us. But I did it digitally, so it's a lot... It was, like, a lot easier, and it was... It looks a lot better. <laughs> like, yes. So much yeah, it's better. much cleaner, because now we have, like, a... Yeah. But the way that I did it, there's no room for the the title of yeah. the podcast. So we'll probably just... I don't know, put it on the website or something, but yeah, just as a fun thing. The logo, yeah, yeah. Well, couldn't you just like where the line is? Just yeah, because it's because it, it would so nice for it to be digital because then it would like look really clean. But we need like the words on there because otherwise it's like, what is this about? You know? Yeah, I once I send it to you, Violet, you can see it. it okay, yeah, but a- maybe we'll put. We'll put that on the website for you guys to take a look at. Tell us what you think. If you want us to change it, we might change it like for our 25th episode just for fun. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, that's everything I think. Okay, so first we're still doing movie stuff. So our category is scenery, set decoration, basically like locations and how we thought we did, how we thought they did at like those. So first of all, we have District 12. Um, I think that they did a good job on District 12. Like, it all looks very depressing. poor. Yeah, run down, depressing. Um, we we see, like, the hob, like, inside of it, sort of, when, like, the lady gives her the Mockingjay pin. And I think they did a good job. It all seems like, I like the color scheme, how it's a lot of, like, grays and browns. And, yeah, I think they did a good job. I actually, I imagined the hob a little bit differently. Like, oh. I didn't imagine it as an actual, like, building or whatever. I imagined it more as, like, a farmer's market or something. Interesting. Yeah, like, I think they say... With yeah. Tents and stuff instead of, like, 
an actual building. building. Yeah. yeah, I think they say in the books that it is a building, but I mean, I could see, I feel like it is, it's like a farmer's market just inside. Like, yeah. Okay, so now with the train that's taking them to the capital. Um, I also like, like the train met my expectations. It's a train, which is good. Um, it is speedy, which they talked about, and it's fancy on the inside. So, yeah, they didn't like give a lot of description on the train. I like that it kind of looked like a monorail rather than like an old fashioned train. So that's cool. Emerson, did you like the train? Um, yeah, I remember. Um, in while we were watching the movie, um, there were all these like, the all these bowls full of like, yeah, and stuff. And I was like, and I said, imagine those fruits are fake. Yeah. 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 Plastic grapes. Plastic grapes. Although I, they'd probably be, well, glass maybe? I don't know. Okay. Anyway, so now the fancy, like the tribute, like the place where they stay, the fancy apartment place. Um, yeah. So the apartment, I guess, is nice. Um, one thing I hate is the furniture. It's, like, ridiculously ugly, and I just, like, have one image of they walk in, and the dining table, and these the chairs are, like, lime green, and they're, like, a weird curvy shape, and then they have, like, black stripes on them, and I was just, like, what am I, like, what is this piece of furniture? It took me forever to realize that it was a chair, so <laughs> I was just, like, what, like, what is it? Like, is it a weird sculpture? But I would still say that, like, it's very deck. It's a decked out pad. It, it has, it looks fancy. Like, it looks like they spent a lot of money on it. I just would not purchase any of those furnitures. Yeah, Emerson? Um, no comment. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh, one thing, they didn't really focus on the showers. Like, they didn't talk at all about her shower and stuff. Because, like, there, there's a the whole thing with, like, the foam, but they didn't show that at all. So, yeah. Okay, tribute parade area where they, like, where they go down in their, in their, what's that called? Chariots. Chariots? Yeah, chariot. Um, so, again, I, it's, it's a wide street with stands on either side, and it seemed very imposing, but it makes me wonder, like, in the capital, if they use it for anything else or, like, just for the Hunger Games. What do you that's think? A very, that's a very valid question. Like, is that just, like, where they always, like, or, like, during... I feel like the capital would, like, host parades there, though, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Like, 4th of July parade or something. Yeah, 4th of July parade. Um, yeah, but I don't, I don't know. It was It was, like, good, I guess. Yeah, okay, training center. Um you go first this time. I keep um yeah. Yes, it's very um I think it's pretty um like accurate to how I imagined it. Um like even though Yeah, I it says like in the book that um Peta and Katniss were the only ones who were wearing like matching training outfits, right? Yeah, but there they were all. But yeah. in the movie, they were all wearing the same. Yeah, because they were all wearing. I feel like they were all wearing just like the same required outfit. Yeah, I didn't even think about that, but okay, good point. Yeah, twinsy alert for everyone. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, I liked it too. Um. It seemed like a cool place to. Like, if you were, like, going to a gym, um, I feel like it would be fun. And it, it seemed, yeah, it seemed cool, and it fit my expectations. It looked, like, int- intense. So, yeah. Interview stage. I, they made a stage. Good job. <laughs> Anything to add to the interview stage? Um, I like how they had the, like, um, TVs in the room. So, like, yeah. The, they could like, see it. The screen or whatever. Yes. And we tried to catch that line about Finch. About Foxface. Yeah. But. I did not want it. Like, my TV is so old. It would never, like, 
we would never have seen it. But yeah, it's there, people. If you're really, really listen committed, you could probably hear it. Because I heard it one time I was watching the movie on my laptop. And I kept going backwards until I heard it. But we did not do that because we're not dedicated. Okay, Arena. Last one. So, personally, I really like how we can see that they are, like, controlling the arena from the outside. Um, but we'll we'll talk about that soon. Um, I also liked how you could see, like, that it was a big dome. And, like, everything in it was controlled. Which is how I pictured the arena rather than just, like, it's a forest. And then they just, like, throw them all in there and are, like, have fun. So, um, I, I really liked the arena. I think this was, this is, I thought this was really good. What did you think, Emerson? Yeah, I thought, um, that it was, um, like, cause you asked this, I think, maybe a couple episodes ago, like, what we thought the arena looked like. Yeah. And we were, we were, I think it was me and Sophie, we were both like, um, it's just a, a big forest. Yeah. <laughs> like, we just I didn't, yeah. I didn't knew how to answer, but, like, yeah. it makes, there's, like, a dome thingy. And yeah. that there was, like, an edge. Like, because Katniss, like, was getting very close to, the, like, the, yeah. In the movie, they said that, like, Katniss was getting close to the edge of the yeah. dome. Which basically just looked like a cliff, like the edge of a cliff. So. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that was the end of our topic on scenery. I don't think I missed any main places. Yeah. Okay. Now we're on to the next section. Removed scenes slash things. So anything that they took out of the movies that was in the books. First off, Madge. Um... How do we feel about this? I'm irritated that they did not include Madge simply because um, later in the books, there are so many like potential theories about her. And if she's not in the movies, we can't use those as an alternate source in a way to like think even more about it. Um, and Madge's disappearance also affects the whole Mockingjay pin. But we'll talk about that later. Um, yeah, yeah, but I just I don't know. She also seemed like a really cool character. Yeah, in my notebook it says, what? No Madge? Absurd. <laughs> what? No Madge? Absurd. Yeah. Okay, one. I yeah. So you, oh, sorry, you go. I, I was just going to say, I think that um, she and Katniss, like, they they were like friends or whatever. They, they, yeah. sort of they were kind of friends in the book. Or in yeah. the book, like, was nice for Katniss, but there's in in the movie since there's no match, it's kind of like she doesn't have any friends, which is sad for her. Yeah, I know it makes her seem like even more depressing. Um. Anyway, okay, I'm just now I'm just thinking of something. What's that test called? Where it's like it's like a test you do on movies, and it's like if two women talk to each other for more than like thirty seconds about something other than the men like what is that test called i don't know i've never heard of it oh my god it's like there's this whole thing no i don't want to watch it quiz oh okay okay i think i found it one second what is happening (laughs) okay okay it's called the bechdel test okay so the bechdel test Something sometimes called the Mo movie measure or Bechdel rule is a simple test which names the following three criteria. One, it has to have at least two women in it. Who? Two. Talk to each other. Three, about something besides a man. Um, and that's just to tell, like, if a movie is, if it's, like, up to date and stuff. Which is interesting because I'm pretty sure that, um... Star Wars does not pass the Bechdel test. The Star Wars pass the. Sorry, now we're going down a wormhole, but I have to figure this out. Bechdel test. I heard about this. Okay, in the first Star Wars film in 1977, Princess Leia um, appeared to be about 
appear to be about the only women in all of Explorer. Yeah, so in A New Hope, they do not pass the Bechdel test. So, that's interesting. But I'm pretty... The Hunger Games passes the Bechdel test. Right? Probably, yeah, because Prim... Katniss is talking to Prim and her mom. Yeah. So, yeah. Yay! Look at that. Um, sorry, that was just like a random thing. I just needed to know that. Okay, Maddie. Next, Avoxes. Specifically, the Avox girl. Um, so again, I'm irritated by this. Simply because the Avoxes, like, give us this whole other side of the capital. Um, and without them, it feels like we're missing so much. It also makes, like, without the Avoxes, the capital feels so much less scary. Um, they're there and they're kind of creepy, honestly, because their like, faces are painted all white and it's like, I don't yeah, know, it's kind of they're creepy. like wearing red, yeah. But like, we don't ever, like, they don't tell us what they are. Um, so if I, you haven't read the books, you're just like, oh, those are the servants. I think I know what we should name the A box girl. Okay, what? Fern. Sure, I like that. Fern. Although I don't think she ever, she might not ever come back, Emerson. I'm being honest. I don't know if we ever hear about the Avox, about Fern again. Okay, Fern. But still, whatever. I still think she should have a name. I still like Fern. Yeah. So, okay. Um, And then the other thing is we also don't get to scene with like the hovercraft with the flashback. Um, And so I guess in the trailer, we were wrong about about like because in the trailer remember there's a scene where gail like pushes katniss down Mm -hmm. and that happens in the movie but it's just when they're hunting and i'm pretty sure it's just when like the capital like when they're flying in effie to do the ceremony yeah so i think that's all it is so we don't even get that flashback although i can live with that because it's a flashback about katniss and gail so what do you think emerson about the avoxes being gone they're in my notebook, I have them written as kind of creepy. Yeah. But, um, that's like, I don't know. Again, with Katniss and the fact that she doesn't have any friends. Like, yeah. Yeah, again, they're cutting out, why are they cutting out all the girls? Oh my god. They cut out Madge. They cut out Fern. Who's gonna be next? Okay. Um, next up, PETA's leg amputation. So this is just a small thing, but I feel like it should be in the movie because it. I feel like him losing his leg symbolizes that, like, you do lose things and not everything is a happily ever after. Like, they still had a really rough time in the games because, like, his leg is hurt. But, like, you know, during the interview, like, he, nothing happens where he, like, shows yeah. his leg is he now has a prosthetic leg. So what do you think about this being gone? Um, I think it's, like, if his leg, I mean, if he has, um, like, um, prosthetic, what's it called, prosthetic leg, like, it's gonna impact him in the later, like, story. Books, yeah. If it's not a, cause, like, his leg's not there. Yeah. Exactly, okay. Thank you. That's, that's how I feel to him, like, but, like, this is still, I don't know. Yeah. Okay, so next we have district tokens. So, um, like how they they just basically made Katniss like bringing the Mockingjay pin, like she wasn't supposed to do that. Yeah. And I don't I don't like that this is missing simply because it just seems like not that hard to include. It doesn't have a big effect on the storyline, but like it just seems like they're trying to cut corners. Like all they'd have to do was be like. Cinna to be like is this your district pin and Katniss is like yes my sister gave it to me and then suddenly we have a district pin and they don't have to hide that Katniss has it so I don't know that just irritates me because it just it seems like not that hard to put in there um yeah so again Katniss another thing Katniss is hearing loss so, um, again, this is not very influential to the storyline, um, but I like it because, like Peter's leg, it shows that the heroes can get hurt, 
Um, I I do get how, why this one would be taken out because like, how would you show that someone couldn't hear out of one ear in a movie? Like, how'd you show that? Because it can't be like, oh no, I can't hear, because no one would do that. So, how how would you show that? Um. Well, like I feel like there would be like ring, like high pitched ringing. That would that would be a good like way to show it. But like, yeah, because we sort of get that. Like after the bomb, there's like the e noise. Mm-hmm. But, but like, but like after the bomb goes off, that like. You can't have the high pitched E for like the entire rest of the movie. That would yeah. Be so annoying. I know. It was like painful enough just for like the what, like 30 seconds that it was there. Yeah, maybe even less. So. Yeah. Well, I'd, I mean, like, I can get why they took this one out. Again, later on, Katniss's hearing loss is going to have an effect on the story. Peta's leg will too. Peta's leg, whatever. It just, this is the thing where I'm like, well, now you, like, screwed yourself later down the road. So, great job. <sighs> okay, last one. Um, the scene where Katniss r- tells Peta that she doesn't actually like him. Romantically. Um, and uh, this one I'm mad about. Because we don't, we don't get the scene on the train where Katniss tells him, yeah, it was all for the game. So the movie ends with us thinking everything is just like happy between them and Peta's still like in the dark and Katniss is just pretending. So I'm I'm mad about this. It's just like all they would have to do is little scene, like they, they could literally just take it from the book where Hamish is like, Good job, keep it up, and then Peter's like, What are you talking about? And then Katniss is like, uh and then Peter's like, Oh my god, you liar. Like that's all they'd have to do. Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, have you ever seen Little Women? I, I've read the book. I've not well, seen okay. it. In, in, okay, so, uh, if you don't want spoilers for Little Women, plug your ears, because this is spoilers right here. So, Beth, right, she gets sick, but then yep. she gets better, but then she gets worse. So sad. Um, yeah. But um, when I was little, my I watched the Little Women movie with, um, like every once in a while we would watch the Little Women movie. But yeah. then we would stop it before Beth dies because it just like leaves it on a happy note and. Um, yeah. Like also, Beth is my favorite character. So I cry. I like the book. <laughs> I like Joe is my. I like Joe. Yeah, I like the Beth. Although personally, I wanted Joe and Lori to end up together. Anyway, go on. Sorry. Yeah, that's. Yeah. Wait, was wait was that it? Um. Yeah, it's just because we you, stopped. Like, ended it. Yeah, we like paused it where where we did because you know it was first yeah. of all it was a little bit too heavy for our little you know years yeah how old we how old we were when we watched it but um we usually wanted to end like we want to end the story yeah nice well I just this just makes me mad because then like for the next movie it's like wait what. Why are they unhappy at each other all of a sudden? You know, well, like maybe. if the start of the next movie happens, I don't know. I just it just irritates me because then it like I don't know. Anyway, we're moving on. So now we're talking about added things. So anything that they put in there that wasn't in the books. Yeah. So first off, we have all of our conversations with um, Seneca with President Snow. Um, and I really like that we get these behind the scenes, um, with other characters that, like, we wouldn't get from the book because it's all from Katniss's perspective. And I think it's really cool to see Seneca and President Snow, like, talking about the games and how they should go. And we actually, like, get a a look inside President Snow's head because in this first book, we don't see a lot of President Snow. Um, yeah. 
but there there's definitely a lot to be unpacked like with all of the like what they're talking about like I don't like underdogs and control hope but it actually yeah, makes it more was a very, it was a very evil a uh, very evil speech yeah like must contain the hope because hope is bad yeah he's like contain it um but it will it will make more sense once we read the prequel so i feel like when we're reading the ballad of songbirds and snakes it would probably be good for us to go back and like re-listen to these because like then you'll like get more like inside his head and like why he's saying these things so yeah because there's this thing where like seneca cranes a little hope is a good thing a lot of hope is a bad thing he's like so what do you want me to do he's like contain it that's like my, i love i don't know for, i love it when he says that anyway emerson do you have anything to say about these all these multiple conversations we get um uh yeah i think i mean i i agree with you i think it's good that we or get to see some people outside of just pia and katniss katniss and like katniss's head all the time yeah so yeah okay next one so now we get the game makers behind the scenes. So when we're seeing them like do all of their stuff. Um and again I I love I love this different viewpoint because it's just cool to see how controlled the arena is by them and I just like to see a different side that like we wouldn't get from the books and it's so interesting like I remember when when they're like counting down like the 1098 before it starts like it's literally some guy's voice and then we like see in the like where the game makers are like we see the guy counting down and just like stuff like that it's so cool it just like makes it i don't know it just makes it cooler what do you think yeah i think so too yeah and then another one i remember is you know when like the the wolf dog things start coming and she like it's like starts out as one and then she just like makes two pop out and then like they just like come out of the ground or, like, they just, like, make, like, the tree. He just, like, makes it fall over, and then it, like, falls over in real life. Yeah. So, I don't, it's just, like, cool how much control they have. Yeah, but also, like, they control it with, like, pens. Yeah, they're, like, with their little, like, shiny flashlights. I was, that would be so difficult to, like, because, like, we were talking about the Wii earlier, right? Yeah. Like, to, like... It's so, like, when you're trying to, like, point the remote to select the thing, it's, like, yeah. hard to do just that. So, like, to add the thing with the pen flashlight thingy, I would not be good at yeah, cause Yeah, because they're doing the thing where they're, like, displaying the, the dead tributes, and, like, that guy's just holding it, and my hand will be, like, shaking so much. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I just, I really like that. Okay, random one. When Katniss, like, bumps into Fox Face right at the beginning... This literally has no effect on the storyline. I think they only the only reason they did it was just to sort of introduce Foxface as a character, so you like so she like sticks in your brain. Like I feel like that was it. Just so because like they they introduced Thresh and they introduced Rue in the training center when Rue steals a knife, but we'll talk about that in a second. But then like and they introduced Kate, like they introduced all the careers, but Foxface we don't really see a lot of her. Yeah. So I feel like this is, like, their way of, like, making you remember her. Yeah. Okay. Next one. Seneca and Hamish, when they have their little conversation. Um, This is the one where he's, like, give them something to root for. And then he's, like, young love. Um, And I, again, I, I just love this scene because we can see the idea for where the rule trist, oh my God, rule twist comes from. And it also shows how good of a mentor Hamish is that he's like actively engaging in this and trying to like help both of them, not even just one. He's like doing both now. What do you think? Yeah. Um I mean it's kind of I think it's kind of interesting that he was like he's trying to help them both. Because like I feel like in the past he's like felt so like let down about the like previous tributes or whatever yeah because yeah. probably die yeah all of them died <laughs> yeah they all died <laughs> um, so he's probably just like pleased with the fact that they they might actually have a chance which is why he's trying yeah 
Yeah. Yeah. So next one. Um seeing the rebellion in district 11. So um we basically get no hints from the book that this is happening at all except when we learn about how the capital isn't happy like at the end. And I like that it how it goes along with like how when rule rue dies and i feel like that's so good because like then it really ties it in because rue's dead and everyone's sad because she's so young and it's district 11 so what did you think of this whole like protesting thing um i don't i don't really know it's like it's not it doesn't happen in the book but like because i remember they have, like, they basically exploded all of District 13 just because, you know. They rebelled, yeah. Just because they rebelled, so. Yeah, what if they they explode District 11? Yeah, if, if they exploded District 11, that would be bad for the story, (laughs) Yeah, that'd also be a problem because District 11 is where they get all their food. Yeah, it's like the agriculture or whatever, right? So all the planting and stuff, all the like plants. Yeah. <laughs> all the wheat and all the you know stuff that people eat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next one. Um Seneca Crane's execution. We are not going in order here. So this is the part where he, like, walks into that room and then the doors close and then all that's in there is, like, the bowl of the nightlock and he's just going to have to eat it, basically. And I, for some reason, I, like, really, I love this scene so much. Um, And I just love that, like, we get to see that he is sentenced. Um, And it's so, like, ironic how he has to eat nightlock. And it's, it's amazing karma. It, it, I don't know. I just love, I love this scene. What did you think of it? Yeah, I, I like it, but, like, it does kind of, like, uh, like, it does show that the capital, they, like, they are serious. Yeah, they mean business. They're, like, the whole, like, Panem et Circuses thing, like, that we've talked about before, if the capital has entertainment, and they have food, which, you know, they do, because Panem at circuses. Yeah. Then they don't care who dies. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I was going to think of something. Oh, I was going to think, I was just going to say, like, it's because he didn't contain the hope. Now he has to die. So... Yeah, but I think it's cool because it, like, shows how scary the capital is. Although, one thing I will say is I found it a little unclear. The first time I watched it, I was like, what's going on? But then once I reread the books, then I understood. But, like, I was like, why is he in a room with a bowl of berries? Like, so I was really confused about that. Yeah, it was a little unclear to me the first time I saw this movie. But then I watched it, like, seven more times and I got it. Okay, next scene. Um, Rue. Oh my god, I can't talk. Rue steals Kato's knife. Um, my favorite scene. Yeah, you can go first on this one. I need water. Uh, yeah. So it's my favorite scene in the entire movie. I just because originally I think Rue might have been my favorite character. Um, <laughs> but then she died. Um, so like, I just love how this like, I mean, this shows Rue's character. Uh, this shows Rue's character and like how she is. Yeah. yeah I I just shows, yeah. It also shows Thrash and like kind of it shows a little bit of like why he uh spared Katniss is because he really did like care you can see that he cares for Rue or whatever. Yeah. Um but you know, in the book, you don't get that much context. Like, yeah. Yeah, I love this scene just because it, it develops Rue as, like, a good ally for Katniss. Because it shows, like, she has brains and she's, like, creating these rifts. And, yeah, I just... And it, it just makes me happy to see that, like, Rue is playing tricks and being smart. And Rue seems... She's just, like, so awesome. Yes. Exactly. 
I just love Rue. Okay. Next one. We have two more to go for this category. That we have like 12 more categories. <laughs> Although we have all... Okay. We're just going on. So next one. Haymitch um, getting... Spon- so this is like two ones, but I sort of combine them. So Haymitch getting sponsors for Katniss. And then Haymitch also watching some Capital children. So, so the one where Haymitch is getting sponsors for Katniss, it's like when she's in the tree after she gets burnt. Um, and then the other one is when he's just like sitting there and he's like seeing some Capital boy gets like a sword and then he's pretending to kill his sister and they're all like laughing. And Haymitch is just like really glaring. Dark. Like- yeah. And then he's just like glaring at them. <laughs> yeah. But okay. So Haymitch getting sponsors first. Um. Uh, I like this one because it shows that he's, like, again, being a good mentor. And we get we get to see him, like, he, like, you can see, like, all the pain in his eyes and how bad he feels for her. Because he's been in the games, too, and so he, like, can empathize. So, yeah, I like that scene. What did you think of the one where he gets sponsors for her? Um, like, it's, again, a thing, like, he's actually trying because he knows that there might be help for him. Not just Katniss, but also Peter. Yes, also Peter. Yeah. Yep. Okay, and then the second one, we can we can just see. I like it because we can see his like how much he hates the games, and like how angry he is at the Capitol, and like, yeah. It's also just like really dark. So, yeah. What did you think, Emerson? Of the the scene, boy stabbing. Yeah, the sister. boy stabbing his sister scene. Uh, I... It, it shows, like, it kind of shows the capital culture how, like, they... Well, first of all, they think this is entertainment. Like, they think this is funny. Yeah. They're like, oh, so ha ha They're like, you're so cute. Like, hilarious. Sword. And it, it kind of annoys me, though, because... Uh, yeah. Yeah. I would I hope it would annoy you, like, if it didn't yeah, annoy like you. That little, I, yeah, just by, like, what, just by watching that little boy, I could feel like he was, like, a, a he's an annoying little brother. <laughs> yeah. I don't have a little brother, so. I, don't know. I do. The thing is, though, like, I feel like the whole, like, attack each other, like, that whole thing is, like, so normal. Like, I play Nerf wars with my brother all the time where it's like haha I killed you but I feel like the context is what makes it bad it makes it like genuinely disturbing yeah 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 because he like got the present like they got the present for him because it's the hunger games versus like we just thought you'd have fun with a sword like a fake sword at least it wasn't like real and he actually killed sister <laughs> that would be, be terrible okay last one um katniss singing to prim at the beginning with the with rue's song so i i like this added scene because like prim's having her nightmare and then katniss helps her like she like sings her back to sleep and we get to see the history like well we get to see how the song like is comforting I don't know. We just get to, like, see the song that she eventually sings to Rue. And I like how it, like, ties Rue and Prim together because then it's, like, Katniss comforted Prim with this song. Katniss comforts Rue with this song. And, like... I, yeah, I can I can also imagine that Prim, who was, like, watching from home or whatever, was probably either bawling her eyes out. Or just, like, jealous. No, I was no, I was gonna say either like cry, like crying a lot, or she was like also comforted because she like. Oh yeah. I don't know. Oh, I was. I thought you were gonna say like Prim was angry that Katniss used her saw. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I feel like the one where she's like also comforted is better. <laughs> Maybe I'm a really bad person. <laughs> that I thought I'm jealous. <sighs> okay, next last not our last section what am i saying that was the end of our added scenes now we've got changes to storylines so just there's only two of them but it's just like things that they did differently first the main one is 
the Mockingjay pin and how she got it. And how we met. It's absurd. <laughs> yeah. It's so annoying. I just, I'm irritated by it because um, as we read the other books, again, there's so many theories to be had about this pin. Imagine, like, the history of it. Um, one thing I do love is the irony it gives us when Katniss is like, Prim, if you wear this pin, you will be safe. And then Prim's <laughs> name is <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, I was about to say something. <laughs> well, I was about to say something. What was I going to say? Oh my god, now I'm going insane. <laughs> I think we're both a little insane right now. I think we are too. The pin, Madge. And who is that old lady? I feel that old lady creeped me out. But one thing isn't like. I feel like maybe the mocking jay is like symbolizes. Okay, new theory. Yeah, what's maybe the new the theory? The mocking jay. Well, actually, yes. I think the mocking jay pin like symbolizes more than. Like what, or whatever. Because I don't know. I feel like that old lady. She like knew. She wouldn't have given it, I mean, it's the hop. She wouldn't have given it. Yeah, like, why did she give it away for free? Like, suspicious. Yeah, although we, this is the movie, so we can't make a lot of theories based off of it. But, yeah. Yeah. And also, I mean, in the book also, Madge was like, Katniss, promise me you'll wear the pin. Why are you? Sheesh, Madge, okay. (laughs) No, I won't promise you. (laughs) I shall wear... The ring that Gail gave me as our engagement. <laughs> That'd be sad. <sighs> that made me sad. Okay. I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. I just got really tired and Hannah just texted me. She said, I'll read out loud. Okay. One second. Wait, no. Did I clear it? No. <laughs> uh, anyway, Hannah just got home from up north and she texted me to, to ask for help with her health homework but I can't help her because we're podcasting and my phone won't let it, me leave the screen so sorry Hannah but I won't text you back anyway Mockingjay pin yeah okay moving on last one words to change the storyline honestly this was so tiny so just the way that Thresh dies in the movie they um, do it where he dies from the mutts because you, like, hear the the mutts, like, go, like, ruff, 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 and then there's, like, a cannon, and then Thresh, Thresh's face goes in the sky. But in the books, Kato kills him. So this is just a random thing. It doesn't really matter, but it does affect the amount of kissing time that Peta and Katniss have in the cave. Because the whole thing is, like, Kato and Thresh are fighting for, like, two days out in the rain, and Katniss and Peta are stuck in the cave. But, like, in the movies, they have, like, one day in the cave, so... Yeah. What did you think? Um, I, I think it was actually a little unclear how Thresh died because well, okay, remember when Kato, like, was fighting him and he was all, like, bloody, like, everywhere. Yeah. Um, because he had, like, all these scratches and stuff, whatever. And so he had this, like, big blood smear on his face and I thought that that could have been from Kato and Thresh fighting so oh. he, they did fight maybe Kato and Thresh did fight I mean maybe Thresh still died from the wolves or whatever but maybe they were in a fight when the wolves came and Thresh just wasn't fast enough oh okay that actually I like that theory that sounds good because, yeah, Kato was already wounded by the time that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because he was, like, spurting blood out of his mouth, which was really nasty. Just like, <laughs> as he was talking later. Oh, never mind. She figured it out. Hannah has figured it out. She does not need my help for the help homework. Just in case anyone was wondering. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so... How many more do we have? One, two, three, four, four. Okay, four left people. We're 
getting close. So, camera slash filmmaking. First, oh, first of all, let me say that I am not a filmmaker and therefore know nothing about camera work. Um, although I am trying to become more versed in it, and I am like I really want to make a documentary about myself. I which is sounds that sounds so conceited. I can I can help you. I can I will help you make a documentary. <laughs> okay, I just that sounds so conceited when I said that. I want to make a documentary about myself. <laughs> um, I don't know. I've like I always thought that'd be fun because it would be like my life. Because it like what I love about documentaries is it's, it's like so many people do movies about like high schoolers. But it's, like, unrealistic, where they go to parties all the time and have, like, friends. And, like, <laughs> that sounded bad. <laughs> they live, like, they have, what? And have, like, social interaction and yes. stuff like that. And it's, like, oh, my God, they fell in love or whatever. But, like, that's not what my life is like. I, like, go home and read Harry Potter and, like, watch Marvel interviews and, like, internally cry <laughs> but I don't know I just thought it would be like fun to make a film because also like I don't really if you haven't already realized I oh god now we're gonna go on a rant you've opened something up Everson you can't close it now it's too late um I like oftentimes I don't know as you probably have been able to tell I get very obsessed about things like what's that Whatever, we're moving on. We're, we're not going to do a Google search. Anyway, um, like for it was the, it's the Hunger Games, but like also right now I'm like dealing with a Marvel obsession. Um, and it's just really interesting how that happens. And I don't know why, because no one else I know experiences this thing where they like suddenly just become like fully immersed in something for like a long period of time. Oh, like, well, I had a, I have a friend who will like become obsessed with something and they'll like be obsessed with it for like a year and then the next year they'll get like a new thing that they're obsessed with yes okay that's like what i'm because for the longest time i was obsessed with nancy drew i collected so many nancy drew books it like so many and then for a while it was percy jackson loved percy jackson and for a while it was harry potter Although I still love Harry. We're still, like, coasting on the end of the Harry Potter one. And right now we're in the middle of the Hunger Games one. For a very short amount of time, luckily it died off. We were dealing with the Total Drama Island one. And we had a Twilight one right before the Hunger Games one, but the Hunger Games one killed it. And it's just, I don't know, it's, like, weird. Okay, maybe your friend, but, like, I don't know a lot of people who, like, have that thing where there's, like, most people are like, oh, yeah, I like that, but, like, they, they don't want to have a three-hour discussion about it. Um, I have a three-hour discussion about anything, like, I guess nerdy that I, like, I will, we can, I will talk to you about Marvel for three hours. I'm okay, gonna, let's do it, Yeah, Emerson. Maybe let's not do now. It. Because this is a Hunger Games podcast. Yeah. We should just record ourselves discussing for three hours. That would be... And then just put it on there as a bonus episode for anyone who wants to listen. (laughs) That would be awesome. Yeah. Okay. Maybe we will. But I don't know. I just thought it would be, like, fun to make a documentary. Because, like, not only would it, like, be more realistic than, like, the fake high school drama shows. But, like, also, maybe I would feel less insane all the time. Because I feel insane all the time. Oh, same. I, I'm just I, like... I am insane. <laughs> <laughs> like, I spend so much time just, like, searching up funny YouTube videos of, like, the Marvel cast. Also, if you ever need anything funny to look up, Emerson, Hunger Games related, because we're going to pull this back to the Hunger Games now. For all you listening, maybe I'll put the link on our website, maybe not. Depends on how I'm feeling. Um, two things you should look up. Hunger Games lip reading, or I'm sorry, Hunger Games bad lip reading on YouTube. Hilarious. And then also just honest trailers, Hunger Games. Don't watch the Catching Fire ones or the Mockingjay ones because they spoil stuff. But the Hunger Games one, so funny. I'm, I'll text it to you, Emerson. Okay. It was so funny. It didn't make Hannah laugh. But Hannah and I have a very different sense of humor. I think 
Violet, you and I might have, like, the same brain. Because... (laughs) We might. That might be a thing. Maybe similar. Not the same. Similar brain. Really... Okay, like, random thing, whenever me and my family pay apples to apples, I literally, like, I feel like I'm having an out-of-body experience. Why? Where, like, I feel like my brain just devolves into chaos. Like, apples to apples, I, like, distinctly remember, because, you know, you put down, it's like a trait, and then you put down something, Mm -hmm. and the trait was crunchy. (laughs) And I put down roller coaster, and then I said, just because imagine if a giant was eating the roller coaster. It would what? be crunchy. What? And I was just... Apples to apples is a weird game for me. Like, apples to apples brings out, like, the weird side of me. Like, weird. Weird side. Okay, anyway, we have to focus. Cameron filmmaking. Okay. How did that happen? How did we get there? Oh, okay. Because we were talking about... Okay, documentary. Anyway. So, one thing that I noticed was the use of shaky cam a lot, and I definitely didn't only hear that from other Hunger Games podcasts that I listened to. Anyway, um, and shaky cam is when the camera, plot twist, shakes. Um, I like, I know, right? I'm sorry for the spoiler. I shouldn't have told you guys. Anyway, um, so I liked how they used it so, like, we could see things happening from Katniss's perspective, like, when she's, like, running and then everything's shaking. But at the same time, like, during battles, it made it really hard to see what was going on. That's the problem with shaky cam. Shaky cam. Shake, shake, shake. So, yeah, that's all I have about this. Just random thing. Yeah. Anything to add about camera or filmmaking? Emerson, you're making a film. You're making... Oh, my God. You're making a show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we're gonna record the second episode last week but then we went camping with our grandparents and then our grandparents followed us home (laughs) oh my god okay another thing because you're you're doing a community it's like a community parody sort of but okay so last night because we don't go to the fireworks usually last night me and my family like we we go to my grandparents house and then we drive home right when everyone's setting off fireworks so we like drive down the highway and just like see fireworks everywhere so like we get our own fireworks show and there we like turned we like rolled down the window so we could hear like the popping and my sister went like oh my god it's making big pop noises and then I did like the magnitude thing where I was like pop pop (laughs) and no one in my family understood it and I was just like, what are you doing? And I was just laughing hysterically. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I just went like, pop, pop, and no one got it. I would have been, yeah. You would have understood. I, I was really tempted to text you and be like, Emerson, I went pop, pop. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, okay. We're getting closer, guys. Music and soundtrack. Yes. My particular area of expertise. Okay. I'll say my thing and then you can talk about it. Yeah. So, um, I really like the soundtrack. There are parts where I could, like, actually... I've watched this movie so many times that I could have, like, been like... Ooh, ooh, or whatever. However it goes. <laughs> that was so bad. Um, But I did not. Also, Jennifer Lawrence, like really nailed the singing um so i'm very happy about that i'm pretty sure you can listen to the soundtrack on spotify for those of you that want to listen to it it's a good like background soundtrack i guess okay emerson you go okay yeah i think the music did a very good okay first of all i'm a big music person i think if you're a regular listener of the podcast you will know that i well, I think I once mentioned that, I, that I've been playing violin for eight years. Uh, yeah. So. Yeah. Um, that's. It's like a big thing for me. Um, and I think that this soundtrack did a, actually a really good job of like setting the mood. Yeah, the mood. I feel like it fit pretty well. 
Yeah. One thing. Oh, are you done? Sorry, go on. No, yeah, that was. Okay. Um, there was like one song where I tried to sing it a second ago and then I got laughed at. But like where like the voices, it like starts as one voice and then it's like do 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 do. But like they keep going over and over and it's like when Katniss is hunting right at the beginning. Mm-hmm. And it like I like really liked that song, but it was also really spooky. But I thought it was good. Yeah, setting the mood, right? Yes, setting the mood. Okay, we're getting closer. Two more. So next category: favorite, well done scenes. Um. So yeah, we I have I have three, and then Emerson, if you have any. So first favorite scene, um, I love the scene after she shoots the apple, where Hamish congratulates her, where he's like, like where he just like walks it like Effie like yelled at her, and then he walks in and just does the thing where he does the thumbs up, and he smiles, and then it I don't know, it just like makes me laugh every time. Yeah. Any anything to say about that? Um, no. But that did sort of like remind me that like while we were watching the movie, the four of us, even when Hannah had to leave, like the four of us. Yeah. Like we would laugh at the weirdest points in the movie. <laughs> yeah, because we kind of like. Yeah, and if, if it was, like, a funny line, like, we would laugh really hard. Like, we would yeah. laugh, uh, I don't know what it was. Maybe maybe it was the root beer. Maybe it had... It, it was definitely the root beer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I feel like if we had gone to a movie theater to see it, like, we would have been very obnoxious. Yeah, we... I think we might have been kicked out of the movie. <laughs> yeah. I remember, like, when she does the thank you for consider your consideration and, like, curtsies, everyone was, like, laughing so hard. Yes. <laughs> okay, next scene. Um, so when, in the cave, when Pita's telling her about how she sang the Valley song, um, I, I don't know what it is about the scene. It's not, like, particularly funny, interesting. I just, it just makes me smile. Um, he just, like, delivers the line so well because I just, like, something about it it just makes me smile so yeah what did you think about that scene emerson um i don't know it was a more of a sorry it was more of a tricky scene so um um i think that it was i don't know how to say it (laughs) i think i've yeah whatever yeah that's okay yeah. Well, I really liked it. It just made me happy. Okay. Last one that I have. Um, As we both said, we really like the scene where Rue shoots the knife. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Shoots the knife. She seals the knife. Yes. Why did I write shoots the knife? <laughs> um, I meant seals the knife. We talked about it. It's just funny. It makes me laugh. Um. Okay. Emerson, what were some of your favorite scenes? Think of like two. Two. Because we both like the one where she steals the knife. So think of two others. That like stood out to you. Even if they just like made you laugh. Um. Yeah. I don't know. Um. Emerson. What? You can do it. No I can't. <laughs> Fine. I'll think of more. I like a lot of this. the scenes. I can- yeah, I can I can probably think of some if I'm not like on the spot. I can, yeah, I can text you later. I can be like Violet. I remember. <laughs> That's okay. You don't have to do that. Um, I will say there was one that I like. Just all of the one-liners in general. I don't something about one-liners in a movie just like make me so happy. Um, like they like all of Hamish's, like. All of his like little funny things just make me laugh. Also, I will say Marvel also does a very good job of like doing like the little tiny jokes. So yeah. Okay, last category. This is not even really a category about the movie. Anyway, okay. So last category theories for the next book. I know what happens in the next book, but here here's a theory starter I came up with. I'll give you guys some. Oh, actually, Emerson, 
what do you have any theories for the next book? Oh, okay. Wait, one second. I just had a good idea. Where I'm gonna get out. I'm gonna grab my Catching Fire book, and I will read the back of the next book, so we can have that for fun. Okay, one second. Yeah. <sighs> Sorry. I did like the um. The, the thank you for your consideration where she curtsies. That was that was a really funny scene. Yes. Yeah, you can buy a really cute sticker on Redbubble that's like that. Okay, guys, I'm back. Basically, first, first, before I read what the back of the next book, um, so, okay, I don't have any theories for the next book, but some random theory starters I came up with. I only came up with one, but I'll probably come come up with more right now because for some reason doing this podcast like releases all my inner theory juices. Anyway, so first off, um, Prim's name is still in the reaping. Dot dot dot. This time Katniss could Katniss volunteer to save her again? Um we could, I guess. Or like our victors, can victors not go back in? They never Hmm. Because, okay, so the thing is, Katniss won, right? Which means Prim could go back, Prim could go in, and then Katniss could have to mentor her. Or, also, like, or or Katniss or Prim could go get her name reaped, and then Katniss would have to volunteer again. Or something like yeah. Gale... Gail's name. Oh no, except could Gail be in? Gail could be. Okay. Yeah, maybe maybe Katniss. Well wait, let me can I finish saying mine really quick? Okay, Gail could get reaped and then Peta could have to be his mentor because I'm pretty sure it goes male mentor for the male, female mentor for the female. So Peta would have to mentor Gail, but then Peta might not want Gail to live because Peta wants to get with Katniss. I'm trying to think of other exciting things that could happen. Anyway, okay, I'm going to read the back of Catching Fire. Those were our theories. Okay, Stark, sparks are igniting, flames are spreading, and the capital wants revenge. Against all odds, Katniss has won the Hunger Games. She and fellow District 12, Peta Malark, are mac- miraculously still alive. Katniss should be relieved, happy even. After all, she's returned to her family and her longtime friend, Gail. Yet nothing is the way Katniss wishes it to be. Gail holds her at an icy distance distance Peta has turned his back on her completely and there are whispers of a of a rebellion against the capital a rebellion that katniss and Peta may have helped create much to her shock katniss has fueled an unrest she's afraid she cannot stop what scares her even more is that she's not entirely convinced she should try as time draws near for katniss and Peta to visit the districts on the capital's cruel victory tour the stakes are higher than ever if they can't prove without a shadow of a doubt that they are lost in their love for each other the consequences will be horrifying. Whoa. Ooh. Spooky, spooky. So, you heard that. Any other theories? Um, hmm. it's, it's kind of hard to know, like, whose name is still in the reaping. Probably Prim. Madge. Gail. Yeah, what if Madge gets... Uh, mm. Those know. are, like, all the people we know. We don't know a lot of yeah. majors. Like, Gail has a bunch of siblings, so, like, all of those. Yeah, because... Yeah, well, yeah. yeah, what if... What if Gail volunteers just so Katniss can be his mentor? Oh, my God. <laughs> That'd be, no, but except Katniss wouldn't be his mentor. It goes boys and boys and girls and girls. So Peta would be Gail's mentor. But I mean, Gail would still get to hang out with Katniss. That's true. That'd be so stupid of Gail. <laughs> That'd yeah, be honestly. dumb. Like, why would you... Yeah. 
Okay, let's end on that note where we're all thinking about dumb Gale. Um, okay. So that finishes off today's episode of Capital Chatter. And remember, Panem today, Panem tomorrow, Panem forever. To learn more about Capital Chatter, visit our website. If you have thoughts about what we discussed this week, email us at capital.chatter.pod at gmail.com, all lowercase. If you're enjoying our podcast, leave us a rating. Thanks.